Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And let me be the first person to say, thank God it's Monday. Thank God it's Monday. And there's a number of reasons why I'm saying that today. I'll explain very shortly. But there is a bunch of stuff to get to, including uh, very good news. Very good news about how the American people are saying, you know, I don't I don't believe all this nonsense. I don't believe that Donald Trump is uh, this corrupt. Uh, and I think it's kind of excessive and kind of uh, obvious the government is corrupt and they're trying to get rid of Donald Trump. Now we're in four indictments and one more coming possibly from Arizona. And more and more people are realizing that, uh, you know, this is BS because it's never happened before in history. Uh, now we're going on five indictments of the president. It's five times it's happened since he left office. It's never happened in history. That should give you a clue. That should just give you a clue. Oh, by the way, <clears throat> I'm using a new microphone today. I got a brand new microphone. I would love to hear your feedback on the microphone. I might even have to take the old microphone in, plug it in so you can hear the old microphone versus the new microphone and tell me what you think sounds better. Uh, this one is a, a Neumann. Hello, Neumann. Uh, and, I, and I fell in love with this microphone when I was in uh, New Hampshire broadcasting with the great Jack Heath at the Pulse of New Hampshire. So, you know, if you like the sound on the mic, uh, you can call me or, or send me an email. But this is a new mic. This one right here. Here's a new area. Okay. Not even golden and not even, uh, you know, the EIB microphone. And it never will be. By the way, uh, Russia's microphone was a, uh, an Electro-Voice RE20. That's what I've had. Now I've got this Neumann. Hello, Neumann. And if you'd like to uh, comment on it, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, a couple of quick notes. Went to a massive air show. Not, not the biggest air show in the world, but a, uh, an air show, the Kansas City Air Show over the weekend, uh, and had a wonderful time. And i got to tell you, I had not seen the Blue Angels fly since I flew in one 30 years ago. Uh, and it is it is just something you never get tired of. It, it literally, they flew over the back of us, about, about maybe three, four, five hundred feet of us, and, and I just, it fell to the ground, just like, oh my God, I can't believe this. It was so loud and so awesome. And I can see why uh, the Blue Angels are the best recruiting tool for, uh, for the Navy, uh, better than, I don't know, you can change your gender and we'll pay for it. You know, that, that seems to work a little bit better. And, and it was funny, because I was asking people, I, I, you know, said, I said, okay, how many people here have highway to the danger zone uh kenny loggins running through their minds right now almost 100 percent of the people there were listening to or in their minds danger zone by kenny <laughs> and, and if they weren't i planted it in their heads and they went oh damn you so there's and then the, another another quick thing here real quick before we dive into the news of the day uh, I figured out how to save over one-third of my grocery bills. This isn't an endorsement. This is not some sort of a new sponsor that I'm mentioning here. I figured out how to save over one-third of my grocery bill for a family of four. You want to know how? 
Have your college-age son move out. Uh, my son graduated from college last year. He's lived with us for a little while. We wanted him to move here, get it back on his feet and everything. COVID really screwed up a lot of things, including, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, students' careers in college and all that. So he moved out this weekend. Moves. It's 101 degrees yesterday. His entire uh, complex in his new apartment uh, lost electricity and air conditioner. It was 91 degrees in his house. Almost had to come back here and spend the night, which would have been kind of a, you know, like an aborted takeoff, for lack of a better expression. <laughs> but the grocery bill, oh my God. I woke up this morning and there were things in the refrigerator that normally are gone on a Monday morning. And they were still there. So, so there. And then one other personal note: my daughter started college today. So I, I, I want to mention that. You know, a lot of times you think, "Hey, man, you've got them to this point. Now they're in college, or they're graduated from college. You're done. You've done what you need to do, and all that." And uh, I drove her to school this morning. So no, no, not necessarily. Just because we're missing a car. That's all you need to know. So I had to drive her to school. Oh, this is pretty funny. Uh, apparently, um, uh, the using aliases is a big deal in Washington, D.C., uh, particularly among Democrats. Now, I, I had mentioned uh, last Friday that um, since Hunter Biden has uh, you know, been discovered, he left the laptop, the uh, Congress changed hands, the Republicans have been subpoenaing all sorts of records and everything and discovering how ungodly corrupt the Biden family uh, are. And there's no doubt about it. They are corrupt. It's very, very clear to the American people. They get it. Nobody's, they're not fooling anybody. ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, NPR, none of them are holding any sway at all. It's cutting through. And I've got the statistics to prove it to you. I do. Nobody's believing the nonsense. And the more they go after Donald Trump, the more popular he becomes. And not only with Republicans, but with all sorts of people around the country who know how tough things are right now in the country just to get by. Right? So, so there is that. But, uh, but now we know that at least six Obama administration officials used aliases, alias email addresses, including... Joe Biden and Barack Obama. And Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah, listen to this, listen to this. This is uh, according to Breitbart. Uh, Whether connected to a government network or not, it is unusual for government officials to use an email alias. Not only is it peculiar, it raises questions about why Obama administration officials utilize aliases and whether government secrets were compromised. This is why I said on Friday, you kind of got to wonder how many hunters there are out there. You got to kind of wonder if there's so much caterwauling and so much of an attempt to cover up the crimes of a president and his family. How many other families are involved? How many other families in Washington, D.C.? How many other lobbyists are bedded down with our politicians selling influence in exchange for the money we send to Washington, D.C.? Have you ever thought about that? I've been thinking about that a lot. And then I see the government. Then I see the government's reaction to, I don't know, Ukraine where uh, Nancy Pelosi invited the uh, Ukrainian president uh, dressed like a uh, third world thug wearing a, a, a track suit and a gold chain and they drape the Ukrainian flag in our congressman you're kind of like why 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 is that why why is that and then you kind of go huh maybe maybe there's some money changing hands yeah, I don't know I'm just thinking out loud and then you see the reaction to, to, uh, to Maui. Then you see the reaction to uh, East Palestine. And you kind of go, well, maybe they just don't give a crap about you and me. 
And then a song by a guy from Virginia called Rich Men North of Richmond comes out, becomes a worldwide hit because people around the world are seeing this nonsense happening in their countries. And it become a number one hit in the United States because even uh, all people are coming together on this song. Black people, white people, Asian people. And saying, oh yeah, those people north of Richmond and Washington, D.C., they seem to be doing real well while we're suffering. Back to the uh, list of six officials who used email aliases during the Obama administration, which says to me, Barack Obama knew everything about Joe Biden, and uh, Barack Obama is still technically the president of the United States. That's what I think, actually. He's the puppet master. So Lisa Jackson uh, used uh, the the, uh, alias Richard Windsor as a former EPA administrator. According to the Washington Post, Republicans have pounced on Jackson's use of the fake identity for her non-public email account, saying it might be part of an effort to skirt transparency and public records requirements. Oh, no way. No way. Really? Wow. Uh, As to the origin of the alias, Richard was the name of Jackson's dog. And Windsor refers to East Windsor, New Jersey, Jackson's former hometown. There you go. That's how you do it. That's how they do it. Loretta Lynch. Did you know Loretta Lynch? And this is pretty interesting, and it gets really interesting. Just just wait. Lynch used the email Elizabeth Carlisle as Obama's attorney general. Lynch was caught conducting a secret meeting with Bill Clinton aboard a private plane on a tarmac in Phoenix. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was amid an ongoing investigation into Hillary Clinton's private unsecured email, which she illegally used during her tenure as Secretary of State. Yeah, that happened, but she never faced any any issues. Uh, Shortly after the plane meeting, former FBI Director James Comey announced the agency would not pursue a case against Clinton despite admitting he had enough evidence to do so. Isn't that weird how that happens? Even were you and me, we'd already be in jail. We'd be serving our sentence already. A month later, Lynch announced the DOJ would not investigate the Clinton Foundation's relationship with the State Department during Hillary's tenure. Isn't that convenient? Yeah. She got hundreds of millions of dollars from Russian oligarchs, and her foundation dried up when she lost the election because she had no influence to sell. Eric Holder. Eric Holder had a uh, a private a- a- email address and alias. David Kendricks. Now, it's almost too cool for him. In fact, it's way too cool for him. Uh, he, uh, the alias Henry Yearwood, by the way, he has another one, Henry Yearwood and David Kendricks. Henry Yearwood is a combination of his mother's maiden name and the first name of another family member. Huffington Post reports that David Kendricks is a mashing of Temptations members David Ruffin and Eddie Kendricks. So there's that. I would be Eddie Zeppelin. So it'd be like Eddie... Uh, Vetter from Pearl Jam and Led Zeppelin. Eddie Zeppelin. If you get an email from Eddie Zeppelin, you'll know it's from me. Uh, let's see. Joe Biden, he used a Robin Ware, J.R.B. Ware, that's a Joseph Robinette Biden Ware, and Robert Peters. Uh, although Chris Plant said that uh, Tucker, or Tucker, um, Hunter may have used uh, uh, Richard Cranium. Richard Cranium. Think about it. So uh, there's a, and Hillary Clinton, she used two email addresses, HDR22, HDR22, and HROD, 
HROD17. She set up a private server, private email network for herself and her family, and, and uh, Huma Abedin. Uh, the private network allowed uh, Clinton, Abedin, uh, aides Cheryl Mills, Jake Sullivan to swap emails with the Clinton Foundation, various world leaders, Doug Bands, global consulting firm Teneo, where Abedin also worked during her time at the State Department. They're only out for you and me. They don't care about all this. The FBI began with one simple premise that Hillary Clinton violated the espionage of 1913 by allowing national defense information to be lost, stolen, abstracted, or destroyed. That's what the FBI originally said. And then, of course, the meeting on the tarmac and all those charges went out the window. Isn't that kind of interesting? That not only do we have a president who has hundreds of suspicious activity reports, bank records, tens of millions of dollars from our enemies going into various accounts immediately following uh, meetings at Cafe Milano and whatnot, and now we have fake names. It's very clandestine, wouldn't you say? It's like Washington, D.C. was a swamp or something. Here's Jim Gossett. Biden doesn't like to go by Joe. They think they're being clever. Don't ask him who he is when you hand him some dough. <laughs> What's your name? Uh. Sleepy Joe. What's your name? Hey, wake up. What's your name, man? Come Robert on. Peters is lame. Sleepy Joe, Robin, we're the same. Phony name. Sleepy Joe, it's a real con game. Jim kind of rocks this, doesn't he? What's your name? Sleepy Joe, tell us what's your name. All right, so it's Monday. We have much to be optimistic about, and we're going to have some fun today. I've got some great, 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 excuse me, as I swallow a cough drop crookedly. Much audio. Newsmax had some great. Uh, Matt Gates hosted on Friday. Some very good stuff. Uh, Rupert Murdoch is pushing another candidate for president. It's not going to do any good. Uh, all sorts of stuff going on with Maui uh, and uh, the explosion of abject corruption and uh, ignorance. We got that. Oh, in America's cities, uh, Democrat-run cities continue to decline. But in Chicago, one of the aldermen is saying, hey, I've got a solution. Let's just tell the gang members not to shoot anybody after 9 p.m. I wish I were kidding, but I'm not. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Van Halen... I believe this was before Diver Down Mean Street. I don't know. Anyway, it's a great song. Van Halen just rocked. I uh, love Van Halen. Loved uh, David Lee Roth, one of the greatest vocals and showmen of all time. That's why I included on the uh, the uh, the bumper music. So um, a lot of things happening. I want I want to mention something. Did the allergies kick in for you this weekend? Is it just where I live in the Midwest? Because uh, out of nowhere, remember last year? I, I I mean, what did this allergic just meltdown? Is it hay fever? I have no idea. It just developed in the last year, and it hit me yesterday. I went through boxes of Kleenex. Maybe it's seasonal now. Out of my entire life, I've lived to this point. Never had a problem with allergies, and now boom! All of a sudden, there you go. There you go. So, um, Rupert Murdoch, who owns Fox, by the way, 
has personally asked Virginia's GOP Governor Glenn Youngkin to jump into 2024. This is how desperate the establishment is to keep Donald Trump from running or winning. You've got on the uh, the Democrat side these uh, indictments that are worthless, uh, possibly a, a fifth one coming from Arizona. And remember, guys, that every time one of these indictments come up, it is more evidence, and I mean evidence, that should be presented in a courtroom that there is a conspir- conspiracy involving AGs uh, involving special counsel Jack Smith to bring these all at the same time to interfere with the 2024 election. There's more than enough evidence. And if a new indictment comes from Arizona, then uh, there should be some sort of suit to stop all of this. And I would hope and pray that somebody, doesn't have to be Democrat or Republican, just somebody who wants to see the American legal system not collapse, not to have 250 years go for naught, that they might do something so the American people can choose who they want to be president. How about that? How about that? But Rupert Murdoch met with Virginia's Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin twice to personally encourage him to start a run for the White House. He met with, uh, with him uh, in 2021 at least twice this year also. The, the, the date of the first meeting was unclear. <clears throat> the revolution of the meetings, revelation of the meetings comes after it was previously reported that Murdoch had privately told his close circle that he wanted to see Virginia's 74th governor throw his hat in the ring. It's too late. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, and, and honestly, it's grasping for straws at this point. Do you honestly think Ron DeSantis has been on the public, uh, you know, in public a couple of years now? And he's doing a face plant. Do you think introducing Glenn Youngkin now is going to make everybody go, holy crap, you're right. I was wrong about Trump. Oh, my God, I've got to vote for Glenn Youngkin. Yeah. And I got nothing against Glenn Youngkin, by the way. I do not. Just not ready this year. He's a former private equity executive at the Carlisle Group. He's kept quiet about his ambitions for high office. Said he was not planning on running this year. Axios reports that if he does announce his 2024 presidential bid, he will only do so if the Republican Party win in Virginia Senate race in November. So there's that. So uh, Murdoch-owned newspapers have severely criticized him in recent weeks. The New York Post, which hailed him as the future. This is Ron DeSantis after he won uh, Florida's gubernatorial race, recently covered his uh, wavering poll numbers. <clears throat> so DeSantis is, uh, is dropping, and now... Rupert Murdoch, who is decidedly anti-Trump, is uh, is pushing uh, Glenn Youngkin, and I believe it's too late. And, you know, you can disagree with me if you'd like. Certainly, Trump will not be in, uh, appearing in any Republican primary presidential debates. As speculation grows, he will do an interview with Tucker Carlson instead. And why should he? He's not he's not losing uh, ground. He he's going up dramatically. Actually, he's going up dramatically. Says uh, I will therefore not be doing any debates. He wrote that on social media. New CBS poll uh, just out has me leading the field by legendary numbers. This is uh, Donald Trump on Truth Social. Trump 62, 46 points above <laughs> DeSanctimonious. Uh, Ramaswamy has seven. Nothing against Ramaswamy. He's a great guy. Not ready to be the president. And I'll explain why. And Dick Morris is our special guest later in the show. He'll explain why. Has to do with foreign policy and and Israel and all of these things. Great guy. Don't get me wrong. Great future. Yes. But I'm going to tell you, not ready. Pence has 5%. Tim Scott, 3 Haley has 2 uh, Don calls him sloppy. Chris Christie, 2%. And Ada Hutchinson, 1%.
so he is not going to uh, he's not going to do the uh, the debate. Public knows uh, who I am, and I'm uh, had a successful presidency uh, with energy independence, strong borders, military, biggest ever tax and regulation cuts. I will therefore not be doing the debates, <clears throat> and I I don't think he, he should either. I think the best bet for the other Republican candidates is weed out one another, uh, expose uh, you know whoever, and 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 come out with a front runner or two, and take it from there. But but Donald Trump shouldn't be there because what Donald Trump is doing also is taking Trump out of the target site, right? In the debate, even old Chris Christie, he said that uh, you know they should not talk about Trump during the debate. I'm fine with that. Let's hear what you got. Let's see somebody come out as a front runner because right now all you do is rip on Donald Trump. Uh, Ron DeSantis went after Donald Trump this weekend. It appears to have done a face plant. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. I want to tell you about every plate. As you know, one of the greatest pleasures of my life is cooking for my family, but it's also a huge time-consuming pain in the rear end. Now you can have your meals delivered to your door, and you can spend less time meal prepping or packaging lunches for kids. I've used almost every meal delivery and preparation service. Some are good, some are bad. Every plate is the best. Every plate gives you more bang for the buck and is designed to take much less time out of your schedule for dinner. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping with no hidden fees, so you only pay for what you need. Choose every plate over takeout to save money while still enjoying quick, satisfying meals. Their meals are up to 50% cheaper than other meal kits. Every plate is the easiest way to eat affordably. Every plate has 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week, including 15-minute or less dinners and dinner-to-lunch dishes. Get $149 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49NEWSMAX. Again, $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49NEWSMAX. Here's to a record-setting president, Joe Biden setting record-low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. So we found out this morning that uh, six Obama administration officials used alias email addresses, including uh, Joe Biden, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Loretta Lynch, uh, Elizabeth Carlisle was the name she used, uh, Eric Holder was David Kendricks, and Henry Yearwood, Barack Obama was Obama 725. Well, they'll never find me using that name. Uh, Joe Biden used Robin Ware, Robert Peters, I believe Richard Cranium, uh, J.R.B. Ware, among others. There's that. And then, and then I got this idea from, uh, from Lee, the uh, president of Newsmax Radio. He said, hey, man, why don't you come up with some names for the candidates and have people guess what the candidate, which candidate I'm talking about. But I got a better idea. How about you guys uh, think of someone who's in politics right now, and you come up with a name for them, a nickname that you'd use, and you can use it from different things, you know, about what they've done or what they're purported to have done or if it's good or bad or whatever. And, and Lee thought of this. He said, how about this? <clears throat> who would Ronald King be? Who would Ronald King be? Think about that. Who would Ronald King be if that was going to be, he's a King Bee baby buzzing around your hive. Who would Ronald King be? That would be Chris Christie, because it's a combination of Ronald McDonald and Burger King. 
<laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, he had another one here. Uh, Ethel McVeigh. That would be Ilhan Omar. You got Ethel Rosenberg and Timothy McVeigh. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, that might be a little much. Anyway, if you could think of a nickname for, uh, you know, uh, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, uh, maybe Merrick Garland, uh, maybe, I don't know, who, who come up with nicknames. I'd love to hear. You, you come up with a name, do you suppose, that, that they could use if they were going to have a, a hidden alias? I don't need one for me. I, you know, trust me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need one for me. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Um, Trump, this is according to Newsmax, uh, Trump boasts a massive lead in a new Iowa poll. Most caucus goers don't believe he's uh, committed serious crimes. See what I told you? See what I told you? It's not working. This, uh, this witch hunt, this corruption of the federal government and all of the cover-ups and all the lies, including telling you what you could and couldn't say on social media, including dominating the mainstream liberal media, all of that. Freedom, baby. First Amendment, baby. They tried to kill. It didn't work. And more, the more that we go along here, the more is being exposed. And the more Joe Biden's uh, ship, the SS Titanic, continues to sink. So uh, uh, Donald Trump remains the first ever uh, first choice option for over 40% of respondents, giving Trump the latest uh, caucus lead since George W. Bush's presidential campaign in 2000. Two-thirds of Republican uh, caucus goers do not believe Trump committed any serious crimes, despite his facing four criminal indictments in Florida, New York, Washington, D.C., Georgia. Uh, I think well over 90%, if not 100%, of it all is politically motivated, one poll responded said. Whose first choice is uh, Ron DeSantis, by the way, <clears throat> followed by Tim Scott. So after the clear favorite, DeSantis placed comfortably in second with 19% of respondents naming as their first choice, followed by Scott with 9%, uh, and then a third split between Nikki Haley and Mike Pence. Uh, however, the composition of support between Trump and DeSantis is notably different, whereas two-thirds of the former president's supporters maintain their mind is made up. Seventy percent of DeSantis caucus goers are open to changing their minds and voting for another candidate. Did you hear that? So everybody who says that Donald Trump can win in a general, uh, forget, you know, don't forget that right now there are six or seven other candidates and their combined support is probably pushing 30 or 40%. And if you look at 70% of DeSantis caucus goers, we're open to changing their minds. <clears throat> and uh, most Trump supporters are there. I think you see that it's, uh, it's not going to be an easy, uh, it's going to be a tough road to hoe as I used to say, because I grew up on a farm. And then there's Ron DeSantis. He, he basically, I'm not sure exactly what this was, but everybody is saying that he called uh, uh, Trump supporters listless vessels. All right, listless vessels. This is supposedly his, uh, his deplorables moment. Uh, but here he is talking about uh, Trump supporters. Listen to this. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis seems to have a new strategy to get elected president. Yeah, what is it? Go after Trump supporters. Not a good idea. We have a strand in our, in our party that views supporting Trump as whether you are um, a, a rhino or not. And so you could be the most conservative person since sliced bread unless you're kissing his rear end. No, Ron, it's, it's not about kissing Trump's rear end.
Uh, Donald Trump is a movement, all right? Donald Trump just has to be, he just happens to be the head of the movement. But the people who support Donald Trump support what Donald Trump believes in, what he did as the president, and what they'll hope, they hope he'll do as the incoming president. And it has nothing to do with his name being Donald Trump. It has everything to do with uh, how he governs and will govern. I'll call you a rhino. You're not rooted in principle uh, if all we are is listless vessels that just supposed to follow, you know, whatever happens to come down the pike on Truth Social every morning, th that's not going to be a durable movement. Okay, now some people are saying that Ron DeSantis was not going after Trump supporters, he was going after the GOP. That's not true. If you just listen here real quick, he talks about Truth Social. Oh, you're rhinos. You're not rooted in principle. Uh, if all we are is listless vessels that just supposed to follow. Okay, that is a slam on Trump supporters. If you don't follow tr principle, if you're not, if you don't stand on principle, and all you are is uh, listless vessels, wow, dude. I mean, honestly, dude, 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 you had it. <clears throat> you could have become a uh, VP, uh, gone to Trump University for four years, got uh, schooled on uh, the, you know what the country wants and needs and how to do it, and then you could have just been the, the president for a couple terms. Here's a little more from uh, Ron DeSantis. You know, whatever happens to come down the pike on Truth Social every morning, th that's not going to be a durable yeah. movement. Okay, so Charlie, I've covered a lot of Trump rallies. I've talked to a lot of their supporters, and I can tell you right now, I'm calling it, right. Listless Vessels is going to be on a t-shirt. This is on yeah. Fox, by the way. And it's not already on one bet. right now. Um, what's the thing? Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. Uh, no, it's a terrible strategy. Um, and it's so frustrating because Ron DeSantis has such a tremendous record to run on. He has such a, he has, there's so much promise for him, but he is really failing. Uh, like we have seen few politicians with so much going in their direction fail as badly as, as he. That's Charlie Hurt, by the way. And again, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to see that Ron DeSantis fail, but, but I'm going to tell you, uh, I, the mistakes he's making are fairly obvious to me. I don't know. Let's go to Buster in Santa Cruz. He has an alias for Joe Biden, and I'm a little nervous. Hello, Buster. Welcome to the show. What's up? Yeah, I'm a little nervous, too. I don't know if I should say this, but I have been thinking about it all weekend. Oh, by the way, they got the radio, KSCO, going just in time for the Rob Carson show. We've been down most of the weekend. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Good. Good, good, good. Okay. Now, what was the name again? I'm sorry. Okay, now. Don't get mad at me, folks. Here it is. Is it dirty? Oh. Be careful. Go. Uh, and it's not dirty. Well, okay, okay. not in my mind today. <laughs> and there's no swear words. Okay, hold on. I was going to say, Brian, be ready to dump this. Go ahead. What? <laughs> okay, get ready to step on it. Well, of course you've heard of Howard Johnson's, of course. Now, this is, uh, for Biden, it'll be old Hojo. See, old Hojo. Old Ho Old Joe. Ho well, you know, you consider his you son's reputation. It. He might be the Hojo part of that, or at least the middle one of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Buster. Rock. What? One more thing. Listen, yes. I don't know if it's my ears or maybe your allergies, but I think the old mic sounded better uh, because the uh, this one sounds thin. Sounds like they uh, compressed it too much. They okay. dropped the lows, a lot of highs, a little tinny, but I don't know. Good to be oh, yeah. here. <laughs>
<laughs> from my mouth to God's ears. All right. Well, uh, uh, I thank you, and I'm gonna. I'll just plug in the mics later, and you can hear both and decide which one you want. Because the one that I'm talking to right now, I can send back to Amazon and get my money back. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Uh, thanks for the phone call. Do appreciate it. So um, then there's this. Uh, uh, Three-fourths of likely GOP voters, 77%, said they're more concerned that the latest indictment of Trump in Georgia is politically motivated. What? 77% are more concerned uh, the latest indictment of Trump in Georgia is politically motivated. Now, some might say, well, yeah, but he hasn't been to trial. And so, you know, if that happens, then, you know, then Donald Trump will fall. No, that's not going to happen because they'll know the, the prosecutions are false. They know that they've loaded Donald Trump with 90 charges in hopes of just getting one. It's not going to change if Donald Trump goes to court and is found guilty on one of the charges. It's not going to change anything. But that's just my gut telling me. And it's usually right. Uh, 8% of respondents said they are more concerned that Trump tried to overturn the presidential election. So in Georgia, 77, no, this is overall, this is the country. Yeah, 77% of GOP primary voters say they are more concerned the latest indictment in Georgia is politically motivated compared to 8% who believe they're more concerned that Trump tried to overturn the election. So there's that. There is uh, There is that. <clears throat> Here's another poll. I don't want to overwhelm you with polls. I apologize. Former President Donald Trump posted his biggest lead yet over his rival. 62% of likely Republican primary voters, according to CBS YouGov. So there's that. So, uh, yeah, like I said, 77% of primary voters believe that the indictments in Georgia are politically motivated. Uh, 73% of Trump voters said his legal rights uh, are a reason for their support for him. So it appears that the more indictments, the more people are saying, you know what? It's clear that this is political. That's what it says, guys. That's what it says. I saw an interesting piece. Um, uh, this is uh, Brandon Gill, D.C. Inquirer. And I'm just reading what he has to say. I don't agree with all of it, but it's interesting. Political class and, its, class and its army of pundits are predictably outraged. President Trump is likely skipping the Republican primary debate for an interview with Tucker Carlson. Just as they did in 2016, they're missing the point and misreading the moment. President Trump doesn't need to debate. He's effectively a, at, uh, an incumbent. And the clear, to his, to his followers, they are. That's just the way it is. The clear leader of the Republican Party who's dominating every poll. None of the other candidates can beat Trump. Republicans would love him or love him. His nomination is inevitable. It's laughable to think Trump has some obligation to share a debate stage with politicians polling under 5% nationally. That's a good point. But the talking heads conveniently forget how unique 2024 is. And that's what I said. This is, not a, this is a completely different primary season, guys. So if you're gauging it on all of the other metrics that have happened in time, it's different. I'm just telling you, this isn't campaigning for anybody. It's just true. It's, if you don't see that this is completely different, then honestly, maybe you should just sit back and watch. Because it is. Uh, he said, Mr. Trump is effectively an incumbent nominee who transformed the Republican Party, ran the most successful administration in modern history. If you look at the statistics, you'd have to agree. Trump is up 40%. Why should he share the stage with Doug Burgum, a political nobody who has ever heard of him outside of North Dakota or his former employees, Nikki Haley and Chris Christie? Nobody is entitled uh, to a debate with the incumbent, especially one as popular as Trump. This is according to this. This piece, he says, now it's time to coalesce behind our nominee and beat the left. Now, there's a few things going on here. You've got 77% of Republican voters saying that the uh, the latest indictment in, uh, in Atlanta is bullcrap. 
Okay, you've got seventy, almost seventy percent of Trump voters saying they will not consider another planet, a planet. A, candidate. Seventy percent of DeSantis voters say they would consider another candidate. Do you see why 2024 is very, very, very different? Very different than the other ones. Than the other ones. Um, And then there's this. And this is troubling to me. Donald Trump has hit out with Mike Pence and Ron DeSantis after they both privately met with Georgia Governor Brian Kemp in Georgia on Friday. Uh, you could take from it what you want. I'm just saying the optics aren't very good if Ron DeSantis is concerned about looking like a rhino. Uh, he met with Kemp at a hotel in Buckhead. It's trying to withdraw from Atlanta because of crime. Before an event for presidential candidates hosted by conservative talk show presenter Eric Erickson. Trump said, how nice, a lovely, a really lovely reunion. Three people that I disputed, indisputably got elected, two governors and a VP, Brian Kemp of Georgia, Mike Pence of Indiana, and Ron DeSanctimonious of Florida. So they all got together. And apparently DeSantis met with Kemp in an effort to fortify relationships with other leading Republicans who have been alienated by Trump. Well, Trump hasn't alienated anybody. Trump is Trump. Trump followers because he's Trump. He's not alienating anybody except for people who hate Donald Trump. That's about it. Uh, Coming up, Jake Tapper says uh, Donald Trump was right about China. I've got a lot of stuff on, uh, oh, inflation and mortgage rates going through the ceiling. And a Chicago alderman says that uh, gang members, the the solution for violence is easy. All you got to do is uh, tell gang members to not shoot after 9 p.m. I'm serious. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. So, you know, David Weiss, he was uh, named special counsel in charge of Hunter Biden's case, right? And uh, Merrick Garland uh, said he volunteered for it, and he's been in charge of the Hunter Biden investigation for five years. Well, guess what? Uh, Before he uh, went before that judge in Delaware, and the judge said, uh, nah, we're not going to accept this because it's a sweetheart deal to get you off of everything you've ever done in your life. Well, apparently, old David Weiss never planned on charging, uh, never charged, never was going to charge Hunter Biden. And the only reason he, he did was after the IRS whistleblowers came forward sounding the alarm on DOJ interference. <clears throat> I've got more on that. It's as though you could even possibly think that Merrick Garland could be more corrupt, that the FBI could be more corrupt. You find out that not only did this jerkweed uh, prepare a hidden exoneration for everything Hunter Biden has done, he originally, before the FBI whistleblowers, never planned on charging him with anything. So I guess maybe he came up with the last charges, uh, the, the two uh, uh, tax charges and the, uh, the gun charge that he's going to excuse and the whole deal, plead guilty for the two tax charges, give him a, a slap on the wrist. I mean, if you're not angry, honestly, if, if you aren't angry about what's going on uh, with regard to uh, uh, absolute corruption and abuse by our federal government, then you're not paying attention. I mean, really, honestly, Jake Tapper even said that Donald Trump was right and and Biden was wrong about China. Now, this is some audio I got yesterday. Jake Tapper of the weekend. It could be a little bit muddy Uh, when I was listening to it. It was muddy everywhere for some reason. But here is Jake Tapper admitting Trump was right. And and, uh, Kristen, uh, Glenn Kessler from The Washington Post uh, had a fact check about Joe Biden uh, from earlier this month. 
um, noting that Hunter Biden admitted in court in July that he was, in fact, paid substantial sums uh, from Chinese companies. Kessler wrote, Hunter Biden reported nearly $2.4 million in income in 2017. And two point- Which, I mean, what crack-addicted prostitute monger loser boy would not make that kind of money in law? million in income in 2018, most of which came from Chinese or Ukrainian interests. What? But this, and this directly goes against what Joe Biden said. This is not a good sign if old Jakey starts to see the obvious. In the debate in 2020 uh, with uh, Donald Trump. Take a listen. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. What is this China you're talking about? Never even heard of this place, China. You None of that is true. He made a fortune in Ukraine, <laughs> yes. in China, yes. in Moscow, yes. simply various not other places. True. So it's from two different debates, but, I mean, Trump was right. I mean, he did make a fortune from China, and Joe Biden was wrong. I don't know that he was lying about it. He might not have been told by Hunter, but this block... Oh, dear God in heaven, Jake, are you that clueless? The answer would be yes. That is a problem. It's a problem, one, because Republicans aren't going to let it go, that's for sure. But Oh, no, no, because, you know, it's, it's resulted in all sorts of uh, policy changes that have made life worse for us. So there's that, panelist. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Big news from the app world. Millions have downloaded the Newsmax app. It's one of the most popular apps on both iPhones and Android devices. Plus, it's free. So go to your app store now and you'll get easy access to Newsmax.com for top news. Plus, you can watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere. And remember to sign up for app notifications so you never miss a breaking news alert from Newsmax. Download the free app now. It takes just seconds. Newsmax TV. Watch us anytime, anywhere.